0: Hey, what's good with it y'all? I'm Logan and welcome to the first ever episode of the Blueprint Podcast. Right here with me, I got my boy Elijah. Say what's up, Elijah. Hey, what's up y'all? I'm really excited for this. Heck yeah, man. So for this first episode, I just want to give y'all a little rundown. I'm gonna introduce who we are, what we do, what we like. And then just like in most episodes, we're gonna talk about the albums that come out that came out that week that we listened to and that we enjoyed. You are going to talk about the albums that are upcoming the next week, at least that we know about, because y'all know we get some surprise drops sometimes, and sometimes people push back albums endlessly. <laughs> Kanye. Um, the worst. The worst. Then, amen, brother. <laughs> then after that, we're going to talk about some of our top five albums that we've heard so far this year, um, whether that's the top five or if that's just you know something that surprised us. All right? So I'll pass it off to my man, Elijah. First, tell us about yourself, man. What do you do?
1: yeah yeah so you know i right now i am honestly i've been working for amazon uh I used to work for apple um and it's fun and all you know whatever but like my real passion has always been um sports and music and one thing that i'm really excited about is to kind of share that passion with you guys um you know i'm from north carolina so you know um music especially hip-hop you know you got J. Cole and then you don't really have too much other than p pablo all that but like there's still a huge following of hip-hop here in north carolina and i just want to kind of share that with everybody
0: amen brother amen all right there's a little bit about me uh like i said my name's logan i work as an athletic trainer at a local high school um apart from that i do some substitute teaching just to earn some extra money kind of stay in that community and then i also do some uber driving man because i'm trying to provide for a family you know uh that's just me (laughs) and my wife right now um but yeah me and elijah we both went to east carolina university here in north carolina both born and raised north carolina um like i said Uh, i studied athletic training so we both got a passion for sports both got a passion for music um and that's kind of what we're going to try to bring you here more on the music side of course although especially in an episode like today where we had a NBA player who dropped an album. We're going to talk a little bit about sports too, because those two just intersect some, you know? All right. So Elijah, mm-hmm. why don't you give us some rundowns on some of your favorite artists, maybe some favorite albums. Let's hear what you enjoy, at least from the rap aspect of it.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, um, in terms of my favorite artists, if we're talking about specifically rap, I mean, I got to start with Kendrick Lamar. Um, always mm-hmm. been one of my favorites when he came out. Um, I could, I, I don't want to name an album because honestly, I'm going to just say all his albums. So anything oh, yeah, Kendrick yeah. Lamar, I've always been a big fan of, um, you know, I love Drake. I mean, you know, I, I sound basic, but I grew up listening to Drake. Drake, you know, was kind of like my, not, he wasn't my first hip hop, obviously, because I've been listening to hop my whole life. Mm-hmm. But like, he was the first artist that I really connected with at the time when I was growing oh, yeah. up that like really like resonated with me um, you know going old school I loved I love Ludacris actually like Ludacris was one of my huh? he was the f- one of the first artists I had CDs for so a lot of y'all depending on how old y'all y'all might not remember CDs but uh, I, you know hey. I used to have a little CD player and I used to play Ludacris all the time so I loved him um, yeah. obviously Jigga, Jay-Z you know you gotta love Biggie, Tupac I mean all the kind of basic ones um but, um, you know, I'm just really excited to really get into it, because honestly, I feel like I, I'm just a big fan of hip-hop in general. I don't have I don't have any hate, to say it that way. I don't have any hate for any new artists or any old artists. I just want to enjoy yeah. the music as it is. And I'll be blunt and tell you if I don't like it, or if I don't like an artist, but I'm no, not going to hate on them. I'm not going to just trash them, you know?
0: Amen. Amen. All right. Now, let me ask you got a little unique there with Ludacris, but like you said, you named a lot of mm-hmm. basic artists. Let me ask, what is the one artist that you would say you really like that maybe a lot of people don't think about? Artist, group, whatever.
1: Oh. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so specifically since we're talking about rap. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like a lot of people hate on um, on Big Sean. Um, and I know he's word, still kind of yeah, mainstream. I know you like but... but I feel like yeah. he's, he was another one of the artists that when I was growing up, I listened to and I, I really vibed with him. Um, I feel yeah. like he's one of the ones that like, again, he's mainstream, um, but he's also someone who doesn't get as much praise. I feel like as some of the other um, mainstream artists, especially when he came out because he came out around the same time that Drake, J. Cole, Kendrick did. You know, they all kind of were in the same mm-hmm. realm of uh, or same time frame, um, but he hasn't gotten as much love as them, even though he's been putting out pretty decent music the whole time. Um, oh, and yeah. if I had to say one more, if I had to say one more, um, honestly, I was really a big fan of juice world. Um, when he, when he yeah, okay. came out, um, you know, I, I was a huge fan of him and, um, even after he passed away, I became a bigger fan, um, which is crazy because I always liked his music. But when I, when he passed away, it really like resonated with me even more because I was like, wow, like his, he had so much potential as an artist, you know, and he just, yeah, you know, had the chance to reach his full potential, obviously, because he
0: he passed away so young, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, I I, I love Juice World too. Yeah, man. Um, can't say I like Big Sean as much as you do, but I do enjoy him, and I definitely agree that's more of a unique choice. Not many people talk about Big Sean right now. Um, shoot, it's been a while since he's dropped an album, even. So, yeah, I respect that a lot. Right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No. So as for me, um, hit the nail on the head. My favorite artist is kendrick i mean i think in my opinion he's the goat um you could say he has another album left Agreed. to go you know drop another classic i just dis- i disagree with him needing another classic i think he's dropped enough he is the goat in my opinion um kanye jay-z we'll of course that the that. tupacs the biggies um eminem even though a little bit less him now of course i mean you can imagine he's one of the guys who got me into rap um As you can see, based on my hat, if you know what one one six means, you know I'm rolling with Lecrae and KB. Um, Shout out KB, just dropped his album last week, HGA two. If you haven't listened to that, go listen to it. Since we're not going to get a chance to talk about that, really enjoy that one. Um, As for a more unique choice, uh, for uh, for some reason, I really got into like the kind of darker side of hip hop. Like, um, we'll say I really enjoy clipping. You know, they're more unique. Shout out Daveed Diggs uh if you Mm -hmm. don't listen to rap and you somehow found this podcast you probably know him from hamilton um i think (laughs) you know his group's super cool dropping those um halloween-esque albums um so i give a huge shout out to them Uh, i also enjoy people like city morgue stuff like that if we're going to get more on the weird unique side of my music taste uh, so now let's go ahead and get into some of our favorite genres outside of rap. I'll go ahead and take this one first. So like, I really enjoy okay. mostly anything. Country's probably my least favorite, but I still enjoy like that 50s, 60s, 70s country. You know, the Willie Nelsons, Johnny Cash's, um, John Denver's, people like that. Um, I enjoy R&B, although I'm pretty sure you enjoy R&B more than I do, Elijah. I do enjoy R&B a lot. You know, I like... Um, I like a lot of artists that come out of there. Um, I really enjoy some classic rock and some even folk music. Huge fan of Bob Dylan. Um, getting more into the classic rock. David Bowie. Um, of course, the mm-hmm. natural Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, people like that. Um, the Beatles, Yeah, I, like I said, I kind of listen to it all outside of the really heavy metal. Metallica is one of my favorite bands, but much mm-hmm. heavier than that. I don't get into all that. So that's kind of okay. It's kind of where my music taste takes me all over the place. How about you, Elijah? Yeah, I mean, you you
1: pretty much started it for me, so I guess we'll start with that. Um, you know, definitely R and B is probably the second thing I listen to most. I, honestly, I might even listen to R and B more than hip hop at this point because I swear every time I just want to chill and listen to music is always R and B. Um hey man, you know, yeah, quick little story that's about relaxing that. music. I was talking about I was talking about the CDs and um, having um. Uh, my first cd me a little Chris, but one of my other cds was usher usher's confessions actually was uh one of my other first cds i listened to so i put that on yeah. replay all the time as a little kid um and outside of r&b though um i can definitely say that i I've, i definitely love afro afro beats um that's something that I've really been getting more into, and um, I just really love the sound of it. I love the bounciness of the beats, and I just mm-hmm. love love Afrobeat, Caribbean music, really any of that. Um, Latin music, okay. Honestly, my girlfriend has really been <laughs> really been part of the reason why I've been getting more into that. But like, Latin music right is definitely great if you guys haven't given it a chance. Um, I haven't really listened to rock as much, but I will definitely. I bet I like classic rock for sure. Like, I like classic rock, and I'm not. I'm not the biggest into heavy metal, like like you said, but um, I'll listen to classic rock. You know, I just definitely want to yeah. listen more into that. Um, of course, pop. Everybody listens to pop, um, yeah. but I I think the only type of music that I really don't like um, would be. I mean, I'm not a big fan of classical. I feel like it's kind of boring. Um, but also, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but also country. Um, hey, I'm shout sure, out I'm jazz young. though. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> you say classical, but I'm not shout out lie. jazz. But I'm not gonna lie, country is like, uh, yeah, I, I I can't I can't. I'll I listen to some of the older country, and I'm I'm willing to do that. But if y'all mm. expect me to talk about some new country, I'm sorry. <laughs> that, that's that's the tough sell. But yeah, I mean, I I feel like just like Logan said, I'm pretty I'm pretty open to listening to most types of music in general. Um, if you you know really if you tell me an, an album's good, I'm gonna give it a listen. You know, I might disagree with you, but I'm gonna listen to it.
0: Yeah, good good luck convincing this guy to listen to uh the new Morgan Wallen album just so we can make a album list at Absolutely the end of the year. I can't even convince not. him. To do that. <laughs> no. I'm not going to act like it was a great album anyway, so don't worry about that. All right. <laughs> All right. Not. So good stuff, man. Good stuff. I like it. I like how there's a wide diversity. Of course, like we said, we both really prefer hip hop. That's why we're making this podcast. This is mostly about hip hop, but we're not just limiting ourselves to that. We will go into other genres. We even have mm-hmm. another genre covered in this week's albums So uh, Five of the six albums are still hip hop But like I said We're willing to expand And if y'all ever shout out anything that you want us to listen to By all means we'll check it out Whether it's a lesser known artist or not All right, I got an album in my top ten Only one of the songs on that album over ha- Has over a thousand plays on Spotify So I'm willing Ready and willing That's right all right, so like I said, let's go ahead and get into these album reviews. Elijah, you get to take point. Talk about this new Quavo album.
1: All right, so uh, let me just start off by saying, you know, the album's called Rocket Power. Um, it's an eighteen-song album, about fifty-one minutes. So you know, not not too long. You can probably you can listen to it obviously within an hour. Um, I listen to works. it. Yeah, that is how time works. That's funny, right? <laughs> I listen to it, and I'm not gonna lie. I wasn't the biggest fan of it. Um let me actually rewind real quick. Just to tell you guys. Um, if you guys didn't know, I'm sure you guys know, but this album is dedicated to takeoff. So this is Quavo's second solo album. Um, you know, he dedicated this to takeoff. So I went in expecting this album to really be like I, I had high expectations for this album. I expected it to be different than it was, and that doesn't necess- that's not necessarily a bad thing. But Logan will tell you my response to my first listen was I didn't like this album.
0: <laughs> I did. I did not. Hey I did man. Not. Hey, I did not. The craziest thing is he's a bigger Quavo fan than I am. And I thought on first listen, I enjoyed this album more. He was ready to call it garbage. I was, I, yeah, a hundred
1: percent. I was ready to call it garbage. Um, I had to pump the brakes a little bit. Listen, re-listen to it. Um, I'm still going to say I'm not a biggest fan of this album. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's not as bad as it seems. I think the thing is, um, if I'm comparing it to his previous album, um, this album is definitely better than his previous album as an album. But hard to get worse. It, I, I'm not gonna lie, it's weird. His first solo album was not good, but it had songs that I really could like just play and just listen to mm-hmm. and just be like, you know what, I like the song. You know, this album mm-hmm. it was kind of a slog to get through for me. Um, yeah, I part of that I feel like again i'm not gonna try to trash anybody but part of that i feel like is i'm not the biggest fan of Quavo as a solo artist himself um i don't think he can carry an album by himself the way that other solo artists have been able to yeah um i just i think that from the beginning the first song um even the intro i mean it was you know dedicated to take off you know it's fueled up which I, i do like how you know, the album's called Rocket Power. The first song's called Fueled Up. You got a couple of songs yep. that kind of kind of roll with that theme. And I do, one thing I do like, very like a lot about the album is he makes it pretty clear that this album, like, you know, obviously other than just him saying this is an album dedicated to takeoff, you can tell, like, he really took his time to make sure that takeoff's influence was in this album. You know, you can really if you if you listen to Takeoff's solo album, um, you get some of those vibes from from this album. I really feel like um, one song that I really feel like really um, stood out to me as kind of like reminding me of Migos in general and uh, Takeoff was, you know, Mama told me. Um, of course, mm. if you listen yeah. to Culture, you know that comes from T-shirt. Mama told me not to sell work. You know, comes from T-shirt. Yeah, yep. um, but this song didn't hit the same to me as t-shirt did you know of course it wasn't the same vibe um but i feel like it just it was an attempt to be a catchy song and it didn't really catch at least not to me yeah um again we all have our opinions i'm not gonna trash too much i'm just gonna say i did not enjoy this album that much but there are a few songs on here that i think were pretty good um turn turn your click up um sure if anybody listens to quavo or listens to hip-hop in general you've been hearing the song there's a, a lead single off this album so it makes sense that you would have heard mm-hmm. it before um and i'll say he made the right choices that being the lead single. that's actually a good song in my opinion you know um yeah his verse is pretty good in that song future to, future of course has a great verse in the song um but you know i'd say another song i like focused with young thug um specifically because I feel like this was a version of Young Thug that I've been like kind of missing um, Yeah, you know, we won't get into too much of that but we know that what's going on with him has impacted his music, his ability to release music of course, so it was nice to kind of mm-hmm. hear like, you know I don't want to say classic Young Thug, but kind of hear like what what made Young Thug Young Thug basically um, oh, I like yeah, that he's song he's definitely hitting
0: pretty much all of his um, you know how he has that ability to distort his voice in ways that mm-hmm. like Otherwise, it's not humanly possible. So he definitely does that on that exactly. track. Exactly, exactly, and, and and that
1: really makes the because um, I mean the track's called focused, um, and it really I like one thing I'm a big fan of is when artists use you know name of the track or the album to actually make the music, the song flow, and I like that focus was the name, and the distortion is kind of like an opposite, but it's it's weird. It's like an opposite but coming together type thing. So even though mm-hmm. the distortion is opposite of being focused, it also kind of like really draws you in more. If that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. But you know, I'll also say that, um, I'll say that stain, um, uh, featuring baby drill. Um, I like that one that, um, I feel like that baby drill, um, feature was pretty interesting. I hadn't, hadn't heard of baby drill before now. I don't know anything about baby drill, to be honest. Um, don't know there, if he, is a new artist, I don't know if he's, you know, one of Quavo's artists, but, um, but, (laughs) I don't know, but I will say that that, that was a pretty solid feature from artists I wasn't, I didn't know anything about, um, so, long story short, um, I wasn't the biggest fan of this album, I, I will probably give it another listen, um, just because I want to actually like my, my first reaction was just so bad that I got, I got to give it another, I got to give it another listen to make sure I'm not just, I wasn't just having high expectations and it failed to reach that or if the album actually just is not good. But, um, yeah, I I just, you you already know, Logan, (laughs) my reaction was, Oh, I know. "Mm, I know. (laughs) Hey, Hey.
0: And I'm on the same page as you, um, I went in with lower expectations than you, probably. Um, mm-hmm. I'll say it obviously didn't exceed those expectations, but it didn't far come below them. I got a little excited going into it just because of the dedication. Um, mm-hmm. The only track that I'll say I enjoyed that you didn't name, and you might not have enjoyed it, that's perfectly fine, Is um, was it Back Where It Began, I think is what it was called. Um, in my opinion, yeah. that track had the better future verse between the two tracks that had him on it that track also had takeoff on it and it was just a bit more of a um more sad slower track compared to a lot more of the trap sounds um like this one has a future that sounding more like the future that was on the uh tape save me which is one of my favorite at least out of the shorter future projects that's one of my favorites of his um right yeah other than that i mean i thought this was not anything special uh for some reason people are going to compare the three albums are going to compare this one young thug's album and gunna's album say right now gunna's album is easily the best out of those three and there's no reason Mm -hmm. to mention this one with that one i i honestly i don't even think this album should be mentioned with the young thug
1: album and that's (laughs) you know what we're not going to get into that right now but a later yeah. episode will explain I'll definitely explain that some more but oh, yeah. no I mean I'll agree with you that that was a good track too um, I didn't name it um, I, I, I'm i glad you named it though because that was really more of a yeah. that was one of the better tracks because of it being a sad track and like again with it being an album dedicated to Takeoff it was nice to have a sad track like that with Takeoff on it and then have it just you know in the middle of the album kind of essentially it kind of
0: like yeah I I, I liked that part I'll say that yeah, I'm with you. All right, so that pretty much covers Takeoff, or Quavo's Rocket Power. Um, rest in peace, Takeoff. Uh, going from that, we're going to go into Mick Jenkins' album, The Patience. So I'm going to cover this one. Uh, just a little background on this one. It goes 11 tracks, 27 minutes, relatively short, which is something that I've enjoyed from Mick Jenkins' Uh He's been one of my favorite artists since I discovered him. I think that was probably around 2018. 20, it was 2018. I discovered him in 2018. Really enjoyed his album, The Waters, when I got around to that. Um, and he dropped an album in 2018, not two months after I discovered him, called Pieces of a Man, kind of shouting out Gil Scott Heron's album of the same name. That was one of my favorite albums from the year 2018. Mm-hmm. So I'd say I'm a pretty big fan of his Um All of his other work has been good at minimum, although some of it kind of seems like he's trying to be too smart. I feel like since he's dropped that 2018 Pieces of a Man he's kind of gone into the more shorter projects, kind of trying to have a little bit more fun with it and not be so deep all the time. Um, And that has been something I've enjoyed. Obviously it doesn't lend itself as much to dropping album of the year quality stuff like with Pieces of a Man or The Waters, but he still is able to drop good music just because, again, he's just a good enough artist that he's going to drop something good regardless. Um, Right. So I went in with somewhat high expectations. Again, not album of the year high, like, say, on a first listen for Utopia, but high enough that I expect to enjoy it, and I can gladly say I did. Um, For what his sound usually is like, he's more of a relaxing artist, um, more laid-back, um... Just wants you wants you to enjoy your listen, relax while listening to it, and biggest thing of all, if you've ever listened to Mick Jenkins, he wants you to drink more water, okay? <laughs> that is his biggest message. Drink water, guys. Don't forget that. Um, but nah, on this album Very important. He actually comes in a lot more <laughs> aggressive Yeah, right On uh, this album he comes in a lot more aggressive than normal to kick it off um, That's not something he's never done before He's done that on bits and pieces of most if not all of his projects But it definitely felt more like a focus on this one to come in more aggressive um, Let's see So the tracks I want to specifically mention um, Like I said on the intro he comes in aggressive But nothing of no otherwise from that one From the track Show and Tell, again, we're getting a more aggressive Mick. Um, This time he's going for more of an abrasive sound, kind of like get-in-your-face type sound, Mm -hmm. which which that contrasts perfectly, I think, with the aggressive yet smooth sounds of Freddie Gibbs, who lends a great verse, as you would expect on this track. Um, I thought that the choice to go with your more aggressive side on Mick's part to pair with Freddie Gibbs, genius choice. Um, directly following that track up, I really enjoyed um, "Sitting Ducks." Again, a more aggressive Mick that pairs well with Benny the Butcher, who again has more of that aggressive yet smooth sound, where it doesn't sound like he's straining to make that aggressive sound. He's just—I mean, he's Benny the Butcher. You know, we all know what right. to expect from him. Similar to Freddie Gibbs. He's going to come with those hardcore Coke-type bars. He's going to sound good while doing it, and he's going to drop some of the best bars of the year. He never fails on a feature, in my opinion. Um, Right after that track, we go into Smoke Break Dance, and of course this is a more natural-sounding Mick where he's coming in more calm. Imagine that. It's on the song called Smoke Break. Um, right. <laughs> so yeah, this one works very well, especially considering he gets a Jid feature who comes in with his calm singing flow. You know, you've heard him do that a million times. Where, and that's the thing I love about Jid. He has that aggressive flow. He also has that singing flow, kind of like what you hear on um, his stuff with Earthgang on their joint project together. Um, yeah, overall, I really enjoyed that track. I thought it was great. I thought it was great placement in the album following the more aggressive start, and I think that so far in this album, you know he's had Freddie Gibbs, Benny the Butcher, Jed. Great choices for features, back to back to back. Um, Apart from that, the other main track that I really enjoyed was Roy G. Biv, which is obviously a play on the um, Colors of the Rainbow. Super unique thing for Mick that, you know, you just see a title track like that and you think, oh, this works perfectly for an artist like him, an artist like Wale, those type of people who do the weird stuff that are Mm -hmm. calm. And it's going to be a little bit deeper, maybe not extremely deep, but um, that's kind of exactly what you get from this. um, A song where he's kind of saying some semi-profound statements. He's incorporating the colors that are included in it. Um, and it even has probably my favorite bar on this album, which I'll read right here. Um, we just trying to kick it. Channel Orange got enough vibes. Can I be Frank? F the silver and blonde. Which of course, Channel Orange, an album by Frank Ocean. He says, "Can I be Frank?" And then he says, "F the silver and blonde." Blonde, an album again by Frank Ocean. I thought that was a pretty cool, bar, uh, a pretty cool bar there. Um. But yeah, going back to the overall album, I thought it was a good album with no major flaws, but it also doesn't do quite enough to stand amongst like the top tier albums that have come out this year. Overall, you're, if you go into it knowing who Mick Jenkins is, you're going to get what you expect, not much less than that. But you're also gonna not going to get a whole lot more than that. Mm-hmm. Not a disappointment by any means. Solid album. Really enjoyed it. Just, again... Not enough to put it to that next level, but I'm not sure that that's what he was going for either. Like I said, with these shorter albums, he's just he just seems to be having fun and enjoying making music at this point. I'm happy about that. So yeah, that's and all I, mean, I got for that one. What you got, Elijah?
1: Um, you know, I would say this. I, I love the, the, what you just said. That it seems like he's enjoying making music. Um, that's always one of my biggest things when I'm listening to an artist is when I'm listening to an album, um, and I can tell that they're just enjoying making this music, enjoying making the album. Mm-hmm. That's that's something that's big for me. And um, I'll say this. I'll be oh, yeah. I'll, I'll be frank with you guys, um, not to say the pun, but I this is the first time I've actually listened to a Mick Jenkins album, um, and. So I can't I'm not going to be too profound on this because I don't know much of his you know, past like Logan does. But I will say from what I heard from this album, I am number one, I'm going to listen to this album again. But number two, I'm going to go back and I'm actually going to listen to his older stuff so I can kind of see like where mm-hmm. he came from, how he got to where he got. Because um, I listened to this album and I mean, Logan kind of hit everything on the head. So I can't really add too too much because he pretty much did a good job. But I will say that, like, um, I love Freddie Gibbs, Benny Butcher, Jid also like Vic Mensa. Um I don't know if you uh I forgot Got to mention him, yeah, yeah. But um I loved the features he did and I what I really loved was like um I'm big on when an artist has features and they flow well together, you know? Um mm-hmm. sometimes especially mainstream artists they just throw big names on there uh <laughs> and there's no oh my god there's no uh rhyme or reason behind it sometimes yeah um but i really it's just like on every that.
0: trap album too where you're gonna get that mm-hmm. normal you're gonna get a money back yo feature you're gonna get a future feature um, yeah, you might get a uzi or a travis feature if you got enough money you know but exactly it doesn't it's, stack it's up very... too much yeah
1: it's very disjointed sometimes. It just doesn't, even if the song yep. sounds good, it doesn't flow with the album, but I'll say this album, the, <laughs> this album, the features were great, um, with the vibe, um, with the album and just him choosing who he chose, um, meant a lot to me because like I said, it's my first time listening to him and I was like, okay, he chose these artists for a reason because they sound, not only do they sound good with him, but they fit the vibe. Um, yeah. So like I said, um, Logan pretty much said everything that I could have said, um, but I'll, I will leave it with this. Um, or actually, I'm going to ask you a question, Logan. Um, yeah. Compared to his other projects, do you think that he has shown growth um, as an artist?
0: Uh. So I think he's grown in the sense that, again, he knows what he wants to do and have fun with it. In mm-hmm. terms of like a lot of people equate growth to making better music, no. I think his first project is his best project still. Like I said, The Waters that is still his best project um mm-hmm. and then I, I personally really enjoy pieces of a man um so in terms of that has he grown no but i do think that he knows what he wants to do with his music and being that it's still good i have no complaints
1: and you know i just want to make this clear here um just because i'm sure this is a this is something i'll talk about a lot um Growth does not always have to mean, like you said, better. It doesn't always have to mean that. Um, Sometimes it's not saying an artist got worse either. Sometimes growth is just a little bit of a slight change in style, Mm -hmm. and sometimes that's just more welcome than anything. Because you know, if you're starting out, like starting out really high, and you maintain that high while transitioning a different way a little bit, that's Mm -hmm. still an accomplishment. That's still a good, a sign of a great artist that you can kind of transition your sounds. Um, Like Logan said, you know, he is more chill, laid back. He's able to effectively do an aggressive style without losing himself that's still a sign of a of, in my opinion a great artist so um yep. you know i definitely think that um my what i took away from this album is i need to listen to Mick jenkins some more
0: <laughs> hey hey i got you man i got you all right so break us down into this russ album oh boy so this russ album man
1: i i am so excited about this because um so i'm i'm gonna make it clear i have always kind of been a big russ fan um I literally remember when he, um, I remember when he, not necessarily when he first came out, because he's kind of been out for a long time, but I remember when, back in 2016, um, he dropped, I think, I can't remember the name of the album, but it has a monster on the uh, cover. I feel like it was Monster on the Hill or something, something like that. Um, I, I can, I'll look it up later. But um, the reason why I'm bringing that up is. This album, just like we built off of growth From Mick Jenkins, this album is a huge Sign of growth for somebody like Russ You know, Russ has always kind of had that You know, it's me against the world Type attitude, and it's always Came across in his music, he's always been You know, he's, you know, he's independent, that's always Been a big factor, you know Whether that's a good or bad thing, you know, he's always mentioned that. He's always put that into his music. Um, And his music has always kind of been, like, not necessarily aggressive. Because not every song has been aggressive. But when he gets into his aggressive mode, a lot of his songs are aggressive. Mm -hmm. Um, I say all that to say this album is not that. Which is a breath of fresh air. This album is, um, to me, this is one of my favorite albums that I've actually listened to this year. Because, um, here, I'll even... I even tell you exactly what song made me made me realize that um it was it was wind so um the wind which is actually the last song on the album um oh just the way it ended the album off was amazing um you know you get you get the album starting off and he's you know he's kind of rapping a little bit on see you soon but he's also singing and I think that's what I like the most about Russ is his ability to rap and sing, but I like him when mm-hmm. he's singing more than when he's rapping. You know, I feel yeah. like he's and he definitely both, does a lot more of you know? that on this album. And that that's when Russ sings, he's great. <laughs> Put it that way. Yep. When he raps, he's yep. pretty good sometimes. Sometimes sometimes it's a little again cuz when he sings is not about him. You know, him singing is never about him. Um him making it, him doing it by himself, him, you know, doing all that stuff, him singing is just him singing his voice. He has a beautiful voice and it's so nice that this album, um, you know, it's called Santiago. Um, and you know, it, it kind of gives me a vibe of like something I would listen to, you know, when I'm going, like, I'm just kind of going to sleep or I'm just kind of like, you know, wanting something to just relax me. And it kind of, I don't know. It gives me a type of like, I don't want to say Latin American vibes because the album itself isn't like really Latin American vibes. The reason why I say that is because, you know, Santiago, it just reminds me of yeah. like what I imagine that CD being just kind of cool, breezy, just fun, you know, and, no, I see what but you're fun saying. in a yeah. chill way, you know? Um, you know, and then I think another song I really liked was, um, first off, the features were great. I didn't know, I didn't recognize any of them except for Rex Life Raj, which, cool mm-hmm. i actually like when i there's brand new people that i didn't know and i actually love their features and all the features of this album were great um oasis was a great song of
0: course um that was the that was the number one song i added to my playlist man i'm right there with you <laughs> there you go there you go see i i i, I knew I, I just that was just a really great song and um
1: bibi borelli i think i'm saying the name. is that right borelli sure. <laughs> she she <laughs> she was amazing um I loved her voice. I loved how it flowed with uh, Russ's. I loved how he produces it. And if you guys didn't know, Russ, you know, he makes his music. He sings. He produces his music. He does does it all. So um, I really liked how he curated that song. And I like how he curated this album because it was really a Mm -hmm. nice, nice, just flowing album. And everything was just great. And like I said, this is such a great album to me because it's a huge transition from Previous Russ, you know, it's, um, yeah, like I said, less aggressive, less talking about that. It's more just like that. And he, excuse me, he himself even said that this is this album is meant to be, um, a new the way he phrased it was like a new sound, you know, like a new, a new Russ, basically. Um, and I think he accomplished that very well with this album. Um, I don't know how you feel about it. I'm, I feel like you feel the same way I feel. But um,
0: Oh, oh I, yeah, man. I enjoyed it? this album a lot. Yeah. No, I really enjoyed these types of albums where it's more introspective. Um, and I also loved how like the first half of it is doubting yourself. And then you hit that mm-hmm. flip on – hold on. What was the track? It was the track Enough where he literally ends that track saying, "I I realized I am enough. And then the rest of the album goes into that more uplifting type music. Um, mm-hmm. That's where you get tracks like Oasis, which, like I said, I added to uh, my more relaxing playlist. And you just get more of that self-affirmation. I really enjoy stuff like that that hits on the emotions, man.
1: Um, and I think that's now, Let, let really me ask nice you too. your
0: opinion on this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is this Russ's best album?
1: I, Obviously, it's too early okay, to say so for sure, mean,
0: but just... Right, right, right.
1: Yeah, okay honestly it's 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 up there um i don't know if it's his best but it's definitely his his top top three and it's not three (laughs) put it that way yeah yeah Um, yeah hey i'm with you i haven't listened to
0: as much russ as you but i I, of what i've heard
1: i i think this is his best most complete album put it that way that makes sense like when i listen to the whole thing Uh i i enjoy it from front front to back you know end to end um and what logan said when it comes to like the first half being um you know self-doubt in a way and then the second half being like you know don't 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 you know just self-affirmation i guess is like you said just just don't let it get you too down you know live your life enjoy your life i i really like that because again it's so different from his other albums his other sounds um but also it's still kind of at the same time classic russ if that makes sense so Mm -hmm. um yeah, to answer your question, I mean, it's too early to say for sure, but I mean, absolutely. absolutely. if I was ranking it, I probably would put this at number two right now, and it's probably okay. going to end up being number one after I listen to it another couple times, because this, like like this, this album has gotten added to my rotation. Like, this is going to be album I'm going to go back to and listen to probably a lot because of just the Yes, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah. Right, yeah, I really enjoy it too. All right, so going on to these next albums. Alright, these next three reviews We're probably going to cut them a little bit shorter Just because there's not as much to say about them Smaller artists, different genres This next album is of course in a different genre uh, and Of course, which I'm talking about John Batiste with his album World Music Radio Clocking in 21 tracks A couple of those are skits um, If you can't tell by the name of the album It is World Music Radio It follows that kind of radio channel Aesthetic um, To it So 21 tracks, 65 minutes A little bit about John Batiste, uh, for those of you that don't know, because he's honestly someone that wasn't on my radar. I probably wouldn't have listened to this album had I not listened to the Lana Del Rey album that came out earlier this year in which he was featured on. I recognized his name for some odd reason, but I didn't think anything Mm -hmm. about it until I saw that he was dropping an album. He is a singer, songwriter, jazz composer, and probably most famous for... Um, based on my research, anyways, winning the Academy Award for Pixar's score for the movie Soul, um, which I really oh, enjoy. That, oh. yeah, I, I saw that face, um, yo, yeah, oh no, yeah, he, like <laughs> I, I said, jazz composer, yeah, that's crazy, um, that, that, that was yeah, a great right? cool movie, right?
1: Sorry.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but no, I, I'll, I'll say right now, I mean, you don't think about this from someone who, uh, Made the score for that album. He's got a good voice. He's got a good ear for talent. He's got a good ear for composing an album. Um, I really enjoyed this album. I would even say, and I'm kind of jumping ahead here, but I would say this is one of my favorite albums of the year. I've listened to it three times, and each time I've kind of ranked it differently the first time, top 10, the second time. So the first time I listened to it, kind of going on a walk with my headphones. Made it top ten. The second time I listened to it while I was delivering food for Uber in my car, top five. The third time I kind of came back to earth and I realized there were some flaws that kind of brought it back down, but still top 20 on the year as of now. Room to rise or fall. I doubt it falls anymore, but here's what I enjoyed about it. Okay? So one, the goal of the album, again, you can tell by the name, it's to kind of make music for the community and bring unity within that community, that community being the entire world. So there's something here for everybody. That is one thing I really enjoy. Again, it's kind of like a radio station. And so you get aspects of his jazz Um, production you get aspects of some hip-hop and r&b you even get a little bit of a country sound on some of the tracks that use more live instrumentation not as much on the countryside, but like i said you can hear a little bit of in the picking there you can hear that coming out a little bit and i really enjoy that um as for i'm gonna just mainly talk about some of the features here he has some really big names on there although i'll say most of them don't stand out but I think that works as a positive in the sense of, an, of this album. I think that works in the sense that all of the features lend themselves to the entire experience of the album rather than just being big name, big verse. Now, where I contradict myself there is Lil Wayne has a feature that perfectly lends itself into the album. It also stands out because it's Lil Wayne. He lends himself a very good verse on his track the other feature that i really think stands out is the final track lana del rey is featured on and i think she stands out a lot she also is one of the best artists in the game right now i love her music um although again she's another artist that i just recently got into with her most previous album and i'm kind of going back through now but that track at the very end of the album Does a great job of capping off the entire experience, kind of slowing it down some, where a lot of it was more dance, uplifting, enjoyment. That one, a lot more slow. Um, I almost kind of want to use the word introspective, even though I probably use that word too much. It kind of hits all (laughs) those boxes. Um, As for the other features, you got Jid, you got Kenny G, you got John Bellion, and a couple others of lesser-known artists as well um, when it comes to my favorite songs, Radiance second track, first actual song because the first track is kind of an interlude there um, introducing you to the radio station so Radiance being the second track is probably my favorite song, it has immaculate vibes, a great intro song to the album directly following that Be Who You Are again a lot of those summer vibes easy listening on that track Uneasy I've always, I've already talked about featuring Lil Wayne again great vibes and then a Lil Wayne feature on top of that um, and then again Life Lesson darker sounding track featuring Lana Del Rey to cap off the album um, now whenever I want to get into my complaints about this album the first half is definitely in my opinion stronger than the second half the second half okay. kind of starts to feel like it's dragging on. It is over an hour long. It doesn't feel like it's over an hour long, but that second half, you definitely start to feel like, okay, it could. It's not as strong. You end on a great note, right. but the first half with tracks like Radiance and Be Who You Are starting off the album experience, you started off really high. Um. I feel like my other complaint is that, again, he's going with this radio station aesthetic to it. That's really cool. Other albums have done it and have done it better, namely Dawn FM by The Weeknd. Um, mm-hmm. It's nothing – like it's cool, but it's not unique anymore. So it's not enough on its own to make this album stand out. But overall, this is a really good listening experience. I think if you listen to it, even if you don't like the whole thing, you will find one to five tracks that you're going to take with you on your playlists. Yeah. Like I so, said, it's one of my favorite uh, albums
1: of the year. I I just want to say, um, I gave it a listen. Um, wasn't really sure. Um, I'm really, really glad you told me about Soul, because now that changes my whole opinion of this whole thing. Now now i got to re-listen <laughs> to it and really, really, <laughs> really listen to it. Um, but... I would say this um, to keep it short and sweet. I love Lil Wayne. So when I saw Lil Wayne feature on the album, I immediately, I'm not going to lie, I immediately went to that song. Um, cause, I don't blame you. I mean, it's Lil Wayne. And I just want to say this. Um, my favorite line from that song is, I've been about a bad" because all I wanted to wanted to be was a G. You know, hmm. it, it's just classic Lil Wayne. And I just loved that. And I really love that he... Gave that man lots of spelling. energy, right? <laughs> but but I I love that he gave this this energy to this album because this is an artist yeah. who um he, I don't obviously he's not he's not a no name I mean he has a yeah award but he's definitely not so, a
0: huge artist he's still up and coming yeah
1: right he's not a huge artist and he you know what I love when artists like Lil Wayne give these artists the you know the best of them you know the best they can mm-hmm. do and I really feel like. This whole album was... Okay. Listened to Quavo. Listened to Russ. Then I listened to this. And I felt like I really got um, three different vibes from all three of them. Um, Obviously, you know how I felt about Quavo. You know how I felt about Russ. This one was kind of like in the middle. Um, I was like, okay, I really like the vibes of the album. But I wasn't entirely sure how I felt about the album. Um, Mm -hmm. I'll just say that... Um, I really like how the album has a lot of different sounds. It has something for everyone, like like Logan said. Um you I believe if you listen to this album you're gonna you should be able to find at least one song that really resonates with you. Somehow, some way. Yep. Um and I, yep. I appreciate that from, from an artist that you can put together a bunch of different sounds to have at least one song that can just hit everybody. Um so yep. you know, I, I definitely think this is up like you said, this is an up and coming artist. I feel like he's doing well um you know this album hopefully this is his worst album and i mean that in the positive way
0: um because
1: this is a this is a really solid album so if he if this is his worst album then i think he has a really really bright future ahead of him
0: yep yep i will say my one thing i think this album should have come out in july because it is such a summer album it would have been so good to Mm -hmm. have some of these tracks the entire summer but that being said let's move on what you got for us with this estg Project. Ooh. Okay. So I
1: was, I was um not. Okay. This is this is one of the weird ones. I was not super excited about it when I when I heard that he was dropping an album, um but then I, when I listened to it, I was like, all right. So, um I like Money Back, yo. um I like, um I like, uh, kind of like Jack Harlow when he first came out, mm-hmm. um, but. I like Bryson Tiller. I like the Louisville rappers. Moneybag Yo is um, somebody who kind of brought ESTG up. That's why I mentioned him. Um, Mm -hmm. But ESTG is from Louisville. So, you know, you have Jack Harlow um, and you have um, Bryson Tiller as other, you know, big artists from Louisville, of course. And I feel like he has continued. um, He's a completely different artist than those two. But he's continued that strong, um, that strong, um, what's the word I'm looking for? That strong um, president. I guess. Um, that's not really the right word, but I get what you are saying that's, he continued that lineage, I should say of being coming out, coming out strong. Um, I think this is his, I don't know if this is his first studio album technically, or if all the other albums are like EPs or whatever.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll say he hit us earlier this year with a short, like, I think it was seven track EP. Uh, that was pretty Mm -hmm. solid, but yeah, this, um, yeah, I, I think this is probably one of his first bigger projects
1: yeah so you know it's definitely one of, it's definitely one of the bigger projects and i really like it um so i'll say this i feel like when you're a, a, a newer artist trying to get more established um you have two ways of successfully doing that in my opinion when you drop an album one drop an album with a bunch of high high value features high name features mm. two drop an album with a few good features but you you yourself carry the album he carried this album
0: and I really love yep, that. It's um, definitely the latter because there are not that many great features.
1: <laughs> no. He he carried this album and I really like that because he's 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 a very easy mm-hmm. listen. And it's 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 weird yeah. to say that because he's, you know, uh not necessarily a trap artist, but you know, trap vibes, but he's a very easy listen yeah. and um, you know, I I really enjoy this album from from start to finish. Um my favorite mm-hmm ironically you're right there weren't that many good features um but um i like the song it is with rilo rodriguez that was a uh, that was probably okay. one of my favorite songs off the album um him and rilo are i think they're i don't know if they're like uh, on the same label or really tight or whatever but they've been they've been they've been pretty they've been pretty good together um rilo just had the album drop yep. a few was say last month um pretty pretty decent album um but I really liked that. That was a really great song. I liked um, the song right before it, Moment with Gotti." Actually, um, um, if you didn't mm-hmm. know Yo Gotti, um, he again another rapper from I think Tennessee, um, if I'm correct. Um, but anyway, I really liked how on the song with somebody like Yo Gotti, who's been around for a while, um, Est held his own. You know, he, he not only yep. held his own, but you know, he like I said, he carried this album. Um, I if I had to say one thing um and this is not a negative in any sense because of course this is a newer artist um i would say maybe make the song, the album a little bit shorter um it's yeah. 54 minutes so that's not too bad but 20 songs is a lot um yeah and i think 20 songs when you're carrying most of it can get a little a little not bland yeah. but a little overdrawn well, um, unless you especially when you're
0: words. making this type of music yeah yeah. Exactly, exactly. Like a J. But, Cole or a Kendrick can carry that. But Yeah, exactly. They make the Exactly. You know you're gonna get different vibes.
1: Um and again I'm not knocking him um because I think he's a up and coming artist and I really like this album. But I think mm. one of the weaknesses of this album is that because he's the type of artist he is, he right now he kinda only has one sound, um, which is okay. You know that's something he can develop later, and I feel like this album is more of a is more of a launching point, in my opinion. Um, I think mm-hmm. that from this album he'll be able to launch up and go into hopefully a little bit different. Um, you know, because he has his little he has his little moments. I'll say that. Um, Absolutely. And of course, you know he has he has the support. I mean, he has little baby features. He's been featured on Money Bag Yo songs. Um, so I'd say if you if you want to listen to an enjoyable trap album. This is definitely one of those. Um, it's it's something that's going to be in my rotation for at least a little bit. I'm going to listen
0: to it a couple more times. Yeah. Um, and, and and if you want to get on the first wave, or on the front wave of an up and coming artist that could be the next one to start getting big. Exactly, and you know I, I definitely would say you to here. If
1: I'm not going to take credit, obviously, for discovering him because I didn't discover him, but I will take credit for saying that if this album launches him. I told y'all. I told y'all. <laughs> I told, told
0: y'all. He told y'all. <laughs> but, uh, they,
1: what did, yeah, what did you agree. think about this album?
0: No, I enjoyed it. Uh, like you said, uh, not, not too many features, not too many that stood out. I enjoyed the little mm-hmm. baby feature. Um, I enjoyed the Yogati feature. I, I enjoyed all the features. Um, I agree. I went in a little bit concerned about it being 20 tracks. I still felt like it went pretty quick. Um, mm-hmm. could have shortened it, but. Overall, he's capable of carrying a project like this, and while I have my complaints that I say it could have been shorter, mm-hmm. he did his job. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I don't have too much to say that you didn't already say, honestly. I think you covered that well, and I think that it's a good project that I added a couple of the tracks um, to my yeah, playlist. I mean,
1: just, to, just to keep going off that, yeah, definitely I would say could have been shorter, but it's not that – I don't think the length is wrong either. I think that, I think that, I think he did perfect amount for what he did. Um, yeah. I just hope that his next album he maybe reduces it to like fifteen tracks. Yeah. Or high qual yeah. fifteen high quality
0: tracks, and I'd be Make happy. Really, really strong. Really happy. Yep. Yep. I'm right there with you. Yeah. All right. Time for the last album of this week. We got this Dame was a very big. Yep, this was a very big release week normally I hope we don't talk about six albums uh, so that we can spend a little bit more time afterwards but this one right here not going to take long to get into Dame Dalla with his album Don Dalla Dame Dalla is obviously Damian Lillard all star NBA player uh, trying to force his way to Miami right now Um, and that was honestly my biggest interest in this album I was hoping that he was going to drop some bars about stuff like that, he did not um, overall, though, great NBA player, pretty average rapper, which I think is the best thing you can say about an NBA player who raps on the side. I think that he has a great Definitely. sound, nothing unique, but I think he does have a good sound. He has a good flow. He's a decent enough writer that nothing really stands out as like being a trash bar. I think he takes his art generally seriously. Obviously, it's a side hustle, but still um and he's had the time man the Blazers sucks so he doesn't have to worry about deep playoff <laughs> runs that he can focus on his music some I uh, don't hate me blazers fans i actually have no <laughs> hate to y'all um yeah no but i mean he got two wayne features on here which i really enjoyed because the first one was shown on the song and then the second one um, on Daddy Son, I had to look at my notes here, it was a surprise feature. It, at least on Spotify, it was not listed as having Wayne on it. And then you hear and you're like, maybe that's Lil Wayne, duh. Because what voice is more recognizable than Lil Wayne's? So right. I thought that was cool. And then one track that stood out to me, let me make sure I'm saying the right name. Um, It was a song that, Shouts out his kind of NBA career to a degree. Uh, Mike Breen. Mike Breen. Not actually that great of a song, but I just loved how he had the Mike Breen bang going on as like the hook and the underlying <laughs> right. track there. I thought that was a cool thing that, you know, an NBA player can do that, of course. I do think he's probably the best NBA player rapper. Um, say what you will about Shaq and having, uh, what was it? What did his album go? Platinum, multi-platinum, whatever. Platinum, yeah. That happened because Shaq was the first one, first art, first player to seriously take to be in a rapper. And he was also mm-hmm. like the biggest player in the game at the time. Dame actually is good. He's just nothing special. Mm-hmm. I don't think I am going to say much more about it. Because there's not much more to say about it. It's an average album from an average rapper. Um, who's not a full-time rapper anyways. I'll say...
1: So, I... I actually haven't listened to this album, so don't don't shoot me yet, but um, I, I will say I, I didn't realize he had dropped the album this week. I knew he was talking about dropping it, but I didn't realize it dropped it this week until Logan told me the other day. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't find it. out
0: until Saturday. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. So um, I'm not going to talk much about the album because I can't, but I will say this. Um, from his previous albums, um, Dame has always been, okay, taken purely as a rapper, average. Nothing special. Yep. I agree. But considering he's a full-time NBA player and this is a side hustle, but this is also something you could tell he cares about. I really respect him as a rapper because I I understand the the, the I understand what he's doing. Um, he's not the same thing as like if somebody like Kendrick dropped the album because Kendrick his career is rapping, so we expect quality from yeah. him because he's already set that up. Yeah, Dame, I'm not going to say I don't expect quality. I do expect quality from him actually, but i really enjoy a lot of his music um and i'm hoping that this is one of those albums where i'll probably find a couple songs off that i might add on you know um i see a couple features i like so i don't know if anybody knows about S.Y.R. already a kid love her love that um mm-hmm. i also like a feature um, on there i can too. never
0: say good feature on there
1: i can never say his name right but tobe tobe to- to- to-
0: Oh, Toby in the wigway. It, yes, in wigway. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I love, I love him. I forgot to mention him. Yeah, him he had a solid feature. Um, nothing like the way in standouts, but yeah, I love Toby, man. Yes,
1: and I mean, you know, I just, I just want to point out that you know, Dame is he has the respect of the industry for real because he's been <laughs> able to get major features on all his albums, and yeah. you know, oh, shoot, it's he's not, not got just some a, money. You, you know, it's definitely about money too. But you know, I think it's also yeah. a respect thing because. I, I feel like somebody like Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne doesn't care. I mean, I'm sure obviously he gets paid for it. So <laughs> he don't need the money, money. I'm but, sure. <laughs> but he doesn't, you know, the money is probably not a factor. I think the fact that Lil Wayne's willing to, you know, song with him, the fact that Snoop Dogg was willing to make a song with uh, mm-hmm. with Dame, um, that shows a lot of respect that Dame has in the industry. And, you know, he may be an average rapper if we compare him to other rappers, but, you know, considering what, he, what his main job is, um, I actually
0: enjoy him as an artist, so I'm really excited for this album. Heck yeah, heck yeah. yeah they'll have to let me know what your what your thoughts on it were. Uh, but that wraps up Absolutely. our album reviews. Just a little bit left. Elijah, if you want to kick off, give me five albums that you really enjoyed this year, uh, whether mm-hmm. it's your top five, whether it's five surprises, that, uh, or a little bit of a mixture, and give me about, let's say, 10 to 30 seconds each album, just... Tell me what you enjoy about him. Gotcha. Okay, so I'm gonna start with Gunnar's album,
1: A Gift and a Curse. Um I really enjoy this album specifically because this show that Gunnar can carry an album by himself. Um he's lost a lot of support in the industry, um, from other artists. And I'll say that ironically that might have been the best thing for his career because it's been <laughs> his best album of just him. Um I think that's a I, I think that's a good candidate for it. Most Improved. If there was a war for Most Improved, I think there's a good candidate for that because of what what he's able to do with that one. Um, I'll go with Pink Tape as well from Uzi, um, another big name album, but I was really pleasantly surprised by how much I enjoyed the 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 stark difference in the first half and the second half. Second half was more mm. heavy metal influenced and more like you know rock influenced, and I really enjoyed that. Um, I really actually enjoyed it. I think he did a great job. Some people feel like he didn't do the best job with some of it, but I I disagree. I loved in it. Endless fashion. Endless fashion has been on repeat in, in all of my in my playlists. So um, that was a great that was a great album for me.
0: Stop calling it his his Jesus people. It is his. <laughs> Um God what's the album I'm talking thinking about you know uh oh, it is his whole lot of red. We are whole done Lotta calling red. everything their Yeezus. Yep, whole lot of red. All those same <laughs> I, can, I can see that. Um speaking of
1: somebody calling something their Yeezus, let's go to Utopia. Um, you know, it's is an album that's, that's kinda fallen Yeezus. off. It's an that album that's kinda fallen off from the hype that it had when it first came out, but um I really enjoyed the album. Um I don't think it was Travis's best album. Definitely not, but I think that he still rodeo. I think he, I think he lived up a little bit to the hype, and I, I really feel like mm-hmm. my favorite part about the album is that, um, I said I like when artists have, artists can stand out on their own or have features. I feel like he did a mix of both. He was able to stand out like his my favorite solo song by him is on this album. I know that's my favorite solo song by Travis yep. Travis Scott. Um but I feel like a lot of the features were strong in this album as well and I yeah. feel like the curation of the album was amazing. Um I think yeah. that was now that's really one funny.
0: thing about Travis, he's yeah. not gonna just randomly pick features. He's gonna pick features that fit like Sampha, like Beyonce, although that is obviously a big name. Artists like that. Tizo mm-hmm. touchdown, that was who's thinking about featuring him?
1: Yeah. Travis apparently.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Keep going. And I think he hit us with three. If you got three, three, any more thoughts yeah, on that one, yeah. one or you got two more.
1: I got two more. So um, talk about just off of this year. Um, so <sighs> business is business. Um, I- I'm going to say this one is not really one that I was super happy about. I was super excited because, you know, it's the first time we we're hearing thugs. It's even locked up. Um, I'll just say that this album should have been better. And I think that it could have been better had it not been a label release. This d- screams, yep. you know, the label's trying to push something out. The label's trying to get something out. This screams. Young Thug made these songs, and I don't know if he would have ever put this album together himself if it wasn't for wh- what was going on around him and everything. Yep. Um, that being said, Oh, You Went is one of my, fa- fa- again, another you know, song that's in my rotation. That's a great song. Um, that's a great song. Of course. Um, but, you know, there's another the couple, couple of okay songs, but um, that one, mm. and then. Um, another one that was kind of disappointing to me, almost healed, um, by Lil Dirk. Um oh, ba- yeah, I've been a big yeah, Lil yeah. Dirk fan, um, ever since, ever, really, since he first came out. But I've really gotten bigger since um, he dropped his big his collab with Baby, you know, Voice and Hero. Um, oh yeah, this album. This album was not did not hit for me. I listened to it and uh, just from first listening, I was like, "This is not what I've been really liking from Dirk." There's some good songs on there, of course. Um, you know, he has I don't even remember the name of the song, but the song with um <laughs> the song with Twenty One Savage where he samples um you guys might not know this, but Quando Rondo um and Dirk. Mm-hmm have beef because Quando Rondo sides with NBA Youngboy, NBA Youngboy, and Lil Durk have a lot of beef because of King Mm Vaughn. A lot of stuff to talk about don't want to get to it now but just put it this way. Lil Durk did some disrespectful things (laughs) with using Quando Rondo's voice after his, I think his cousin was killed and he screamed no and just put it this way. Listen to that song by Lil Durk and 21 Savage and you'll see exactly what I mean. Disrespectful. I like that song. Album itself. (sighs) It's a miss for me.
0: Yeah. I'm with you on that. I love how you took the top five slash surprise albums and said, you know what? For these last two, I'm going to be disrespectful and negative. <laughs> 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 hey,
1: man, I, I, I mean, I'm just saying you, you did say top five. So I was like, Let me yeah, you yeah. Big name. <laughs> hey, I'll give it to you. I'll
0: give it to you. i give it to you. All right. Let me get my top five. I'm not going to go that route. I would go more positive. Uh, so, all right, first off, first off, my number one album of the year so far, yet to be dethroned since it came out. Janelle Monet hit us with Age of Pleasure. She's an artist that I've loved ever since I discovered her, also a good actress. Um,
1: and an actress. I really
0: thought this album, while it wasn't the storyline, the depth um, of Dirty Computer, it was the summer album of the year, in my opinion still going back to a couple of the tracks and I can easily get through the entire album because it's short. I have a record of it, you know, a vinyl of it and man, it sounds beautiful on the record player. I just really enjoy this album a lot and I am waiting for that next album to come out to top it. If not, this will be my album of the year as of now. Okay. Um, apart from that. that, other yep, apart from that, other Oops. albums that I enjoyed beanies and snapbacks by beanies and snapbacks this is a one-time new um rap duo um christian rappers they came together to create this group and i'm usually not going to rank christian rappers too high outside of lecrae or kb because they're just generally doing things that the rest of that artistry doesn't do but these two came together young artists again only having one song with over a thousand plays on their Spotify came together and made what I think is a really unique album in the Christian rap scene. They have a lot of comparisons. I could draw to blue and exile. If you've listened to specifically below the heavens, but even with their work on further down, like miles from a few years ago, um, I would draw a lot of comparisons between these guys and them. A lot of comparisons to some of the more nineties artists. Um, Just something unique in a scene that needs that uniqueness um, from a beat-making's perspective especially. But even the lyricism on this album was pretty solid. Uh, Moving on from that, a lot of y'all – I mean this is probably going to be a Grammy album of the year contender. But I really enjoyed Did You Know That There's a Tunnel Under Ocean Boulevard by Lana Del Rey. Again, that was kind of my introduction to her. Um, I am going back now and listening to all of her albums. Obviously, she was nominated for the Grammy, I think it was 2019, maybe 2020, for Norman, Norman Effing Rockwell. Um, mm-hmm. But I've seen a lot of people say that this album's even better than that. This definitely um, introspective. And the thing that's really driven me towards her, because my first listen, I didn't love it that much. My second listen, I got a lot more of her artistry. I would go so far as to say she is the modern-day Bob Dylan in her way of making more – I don't know. She just kind of does weird stuff with her music that not a lot of artists do. She's a very down-to-earth person. I even remember seeing an interview of her saying, um, you know, does she get annoyed being the face of attention? Like everyone wants to know what she's doing all the time. And she said, no, I would want to know – um, what Bob Dylan thinks of this or that. Um, which, again, I love that she also shouts out the artists that inspired her the Bob Dylans, the David Bowie's, people like that. I think she's a very relatable person who makes really good music. Um, that. So that is three. Fourth, I'm going to mention Coda the Friend Protea. Uh, mm. Coda is someone I've listened to for a while. He's always made those summer vibes, fun, relaxing uplifting type music this one's no different from that it's just in my opinion he's reaching the top tier of that level of album i really enjoyed it i think that there were oh i can i'm gonna pull it up right now and tell me tell you how many songs i added to my playlist and every single one of them was like a summer kickback playlist so i added the first three tracks four five six Seven, eight, nine out of 16 songs on this album have been added to a playlist and that's not saying the other songs don't belong on a playlist um, but just that those 9 were the most deserving. Let's also throw out 3 of the tracks on here are interludes so really that's 9 out of 13 that made a playlist. That is really impressive, really fun album, really enjoyed it a lot and last but not least the album I want to shout out that I almost expected you to shout out, Elijah. Uh, Key Glock, hitting us with Glaucoma 2. Um, I'll let, let you have that one. <laughs> hey, I appreciate I really it. Yeah, like Key Glock has, he has not been an artist in the past that I've really enjoyed. He had a few songs here and there, uh, but I always felt like he was missing something, and then he really, really leaned into something here more of that southern, like... um that southern rap where he kind of leans more into his country twang while also hitting us with that trap that he just mixed something together perfectly to hit us with this. He's not hitting us with crazy bars, of course, but honestly, I feel like he sounded almost like a prime Gucci Mane on this album with his own sound still. That's the kind of the what I was getting from this album and I really look forward to what he comes with in the future because if that's if it's more of this I am fully on board. Kind of like what we were saying about ESTG, where he's an up-and-coming artist that you can get on the front wave of. If you were listening to Key Glock back in the Yellow Tape days and Glaucoma 1 and stuck through it to get to this point, the payoff is happening because he is hitting that point where he's hit his stride, and he could be one of the best trap artists for the next decade. Will he have the... Care, will he be able to carry albums the way that someone like Young Thug or Future can? Probably not, but those are the GOATs. I do think he's going to make a name for himself and be remembered if he continues like this though.
1: And I I wanna piggyback off that. Actually I'm piggyback off of your last two albums you said. Um but we'll start with Glaucus as we finish that or Glaucoma too since so you just talked about that. Um you say you feel like he you know you feel like he can't really carry he's not gonna carry an album like Young Thug or Future? I I disagree only because I feel like for a different way in a different way he kind of does his yeah. style I love his style and um in case y'all didn't know um him a him and Young Dolph cousins um very close they musically they sounded great together Young Dolph passed away and I really liked how this album mm. is like. It's kind of the culmination of like him, what his building him building up because Young Dolph was really supporting Key Glock was really bringing him up and I really feel like this album embodied that that level of um that level of of growth honestly um I I'm not gonna sit here and say he's gonna become a goat. I don't know. Nobody knows that. Maybe he will become a goat trap artist. You never know. Yeah. But I do think that he's well on his way of establishing himself as a really solid trap artist. And um, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, his, his numbers show it. He's doing really well number-wise. And I feel like the yeah. the 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 quality of the music backs up the numbers. It's not a case of just making numbers because he's a big name. No. The quality is
0: yeah. matching up with that. Um, and and, and you really know its quality whenever <laughs> whenever it came out. And then two months later, it blows up, and then it stays big, because it wasn't exactly. huge when it first came out. It took time, mm-hmm. and then people came back and were like, "Wait a minute, this is that this was is it. it.
1: <laughs> this is it." Um, and then going on to Coda, um, I'll say this: mm-hmm. I haven't really listened to his music in a while, um, but he is the perfect embodiment of a summer artist. Like his his music yes. is. Just, feel good vibes every time i think about the yes. friend i imagine i'm on a beach um you know um on a beach just chilling vibing um doing you know doing what you would do at a beach you know having fun just playing mm-hmm. music i imagine him being played on the speaker at the beach and um yep. i i just really like the fact that he is leaned hard into that and he's gotten even better as time has gone on yeah right. he's found um, his niche yep and that's one thing you'll learn about me in general. I love when artists show growth. Um, growth is not always linear, but I love when artists show growth. And even if it's growth in the same field, they keep going and going and going and growing. So that's something I really like about these last two albums especially is that both of them yeah. have shown growth um, in different ways, obviously, and their different ways of
0: rapping. Yeah. So that being said... This has been the first ever episode of the Blueprint Podcast. If you've stuck around, I appreciate y'all listening to this whole thing. You got a little taste for who we are. Um, You got a little taste for what the albums came out this past week. Um, What we thought about them. Future episodes may not be this long because we won't have six albums to talk about. Some weeks we may not have any albums to talk about in which we'll hit y'all with something special, a little topical podcast, if you will. But overall, I hope you enjoyed. Make sure if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music, download the episode, um, rate it five stars. Make sure if you listen to YouTube, like, comment, share. Make sure to follow us on social media. You should be able to find us pretty easily. We will tag all of those in the YouTube description as well as Spotify, Apple Music description. And follow along there so you can get in on some polls, some different posts. Elijah, why don't you tell them all goodbye and see them next time. Yeah, I'm really pr- glad that we got to do this for you guys. This has been something we've been
1: talking about for a while. I'm excited that we're here. Um, I'm really excited to continue to do this and give you guys some high quality content. Um, and just keep in mind, you know, as we keep going, you know, you guys give us suggestions on ideas you want to hear. We'll love to do that for you guys, um, especially when we don't have weeks where we could talk about albums. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, as Logan said, you know, if you guys enjoyed it, please, please, please like. You know, subscribe, share, share with your friends. Um,
0: And I just hope that you guys enjoyed this. Peace.